And y'all don't know oh, what oh, I went man. through. Do you have a car in your hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free. Man, my was better than a lot of people in the league. I got I saw the, my favorite jerseys, that one. The Barkley, Kobe Fours. Episode 36, this is the Danded and RJ Machismo podcast. This is Danded. So RJ Machismo, what's going on, everybody? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So tonight we got a, we got the homie. He's, he is from the DMV, a good good family friend, homie of ours. We got uh, Paul David from the 270. G-Berg, right? You still in G-Berg? <laughs> G-Berg, it's my yeah, guy. Yeah, from, from Germantown to G-Berg. Oh, yes, there you sir. go. From G German to G. Town, boy. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing tonight, uh, Paul? I'm feeling good, y'all. Feeling good. Hey, man. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. So, you know, like I said, um, just a little background. You know, like Paul. Paul's a you know good good friend of ours, family friend. Hoop with him, ball with him, played video games, everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything. <laughs> played video games. Got you know birthday parties, playing Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? So, you know, ain't nothing but love, man. It's, it's all love. So, um, oh, yeah, man. I still remember that championship we won. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, there you go. <laughs> and they won a chip. Y'all want a chip together, too. Yes, sir. So, how right, man. So, start off, RJ. All right, man. So, Paul, man, just tell us a little bit of yourself before I ask this question. You know, a quick summary, man, about yourself. So, I'm born and raised. Um, in Silver Spring, uh, pretty much lived in the DMV, well, pretty much the whole life, more so in MoCo. Lived in Nebraska for two years of my life. I got family over there, but um, wait, what's calling me? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> you can answer that if you um, want. We're live. I was my stepmom. Oh, okay, um, if you can step out if you want. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, let me see. Went to school in Maryland. Got my undergrad there in 07. And I recently got my master's from Maryland a couple of months ago. Congrats, um, my man. So Congrats, man. Thank you, thank you. It was a big accomplishment. Yes, sir. Um, currently working at Capital One Bank. Um, looking to become a business analyst at some point. Um, got my part-time hustle, DJing, and personal mm-hmm. training. So, Dang, you got that going all. on. Jack of all yes, trades. <laughs> So let me ask you this: how, how do you balance, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure, like, you're going to school full time, getting your master's, undergrad, having a full time job, and then on the side you DJ on the weekends, and then I'm assuming you also do like physical, you know, um, personal training for like your clients. Mm-hmm. So how do how do you balance all that? I don't know. It's a lot of a lot of time management, planning. So my job. My full-time job allows gives me a lot of flexibility. I'm easy out by out, easy out around five, um, so it gives me my nights free. So if I do want to train or work out, it's available. Um, DJing is always like Saturday nights, sometimes Fridays, sometimes Sundays, but mostly Saturday nights. Okay. So that's usually never an issue. Only I'm only training with uh, like two to three clients right now, so it's manageable. Um, pandemic helped going going to school because. 
a lot of free time. I wasn't DJing because people weren't partying. Right. No, not, not right now. And plus, <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. Oh, but now they are. Yeah, now yeah. they are. Now they are. Obviously. Oh, yeah. They're going crazy. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, my, my wife's been supportive, so she, she allows me to do my thing. But also, I got to make sure I'm doing my thing with her, so. Yes, sir. That's that's a good balance, man. So we're going to get into the first question, man. This podcast for you, man. This is probably the the part that everybody wants to know. The hardest so first question, question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> what got you into sneakers? And do you remember what your first pair was that you brought with your own, like, you know, bought with your own money? Yes, sir. So I guess it started back in fifth grade. When I first moved back to Maryland from Nebraska, um, Growing up, growing up with all my new friends, and they all were rocking like bread 11s, uh, yeah, of course, yeah, space, space amps, uh, pennies, uh, we box check notices. So, um, just watching them, yeah, like 95, 96, yeah, that's when I, that's when I started getting into it. Didn't have the shoes because I mean, fortunately, my parents couldn't, uh, couldn't afford it, but I was envious of, of uh, the other kids in school. But, uh, that's when my love for those shoes started happening. Um, I think I bought my first pair with my own money in like 1999 in like eighth grade. That was the uh, Iverson um, Question Lows in oh, navy and white with, with the suede toes. So, I think it was the first shoes I ever bought with my own money. Dang. That's dope. So I, I remember because, like I said, I gave you a little background. So, like, you know, me and Paul, we used to play, you know, hoop in church. So I remember Paul. Like, I know you have a. The, you were pooping in the in the glow uh, 14s. You still remember that? Those uh, my my BJ bought me those. So. Yep. See. And he, he, he once he started working, he started spoiling me with um all the J's and phone posits and stuff. So I Got I it. still have the shoes. I still have all the shoes that he bought me. Hey, those in the glow. Shout out to Queen Beach, bro. He broke because like <laughs> Paul was like honestly, Paul was like a LeBron James dog. Like during when we were growing up. <laughs> An eight year, like eighth grade, he was like as tall as me already. Okay. Real talk. I was like, yeah, I got, I'm, I'm, going, I'm gonna be a freshman. He got a deep voice already and everything. <laughs> I'm like, and he's been wearing like big, like big boy, like sneaker size too. And then when I remember, like we were playing, I think we, it was me and like, remember we played three on three, like me. Oh, yeah, and that, was, that was Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like we made it to the finals, man. You know what I'm saying? And then like I saw, though. I saw Paul. <laughs> I saw Paul wearing these in the glows and like, man, he was just, he was just scoring, bro. Like, like, I, was I don't like, know how man, we lost that championship though, though. I'm, hey, man. I mean, we tried, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like when I saw, up, when, when I saw you, no, like when I saw you wear, like hooping in them, I uh, damn, he made them look good. Cause like, I never seen, the only person I saw like hooping them was probably like Reggie Miller. You know what I mean? Yeah, Reggie. Reggie. And then like nobody would like hoop in like, you know, 14s because I don't know if people are like, yeah. comfortable. And it's then like, when I saw him like wear them, I was like, oh damn. And then you were just like, I guess you know, at that time, like you didn't care because sneakers are sneakers, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're performance based. So yeah, he was hooping in them in the in the in the glows. And yeah, that, that was like my like fondest memory of like sneaker wise, like hooping with you during that time. That's that's that's, that's interesting, man. That <laughs> yeah. In the glows. That's like, my favorite fourteens. Yeah, they came when they came back out. I copped them. So see, there you go. It's sentimental, right? Now I got a first pair. Yeah, there you yes, go. Yes, sir. See, that's cool, man. So like, um, 
next question uh, i mean if you're if you have them around you so if you want to show your five pairs that you own like what's your five you know your top five that you that you own that you uh, favorite in, in your collect your favorite pairs in your collection okay what's funny is when we move like going from a townhouse to apartment that's just tough because you got to like pick and choose what you want to bring with you so mm -hmm. i had to put a lot of my shoes in storage but i kept the shoes i but by doing that you actually find out what shoes you really like and don't yeah. care about so yep, yep. my first my number ones are i guess my bread ones Ooh. Those are 2016 or the 13? 16. Yeah, I won the raffle, so I got lucky. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, these are the one of these ones came out last year again. So. Oh, of course, man. That's but I, I still have the original. I still have my 2002s that my the ones. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, my next favorite gotta be Space Chance. Hey, man, 2018s. And my taxis. Oh, oh man. man, those those need to come out quick. Are those are those, <laughs> the, are those the um the retro ones, the, the twenty thirteen ones? Yeah, thirteen. Dang, like thirteen or fourteen? Yeah, yeah, it's thirteen. I just thought they're they're, they're so versatile, man. They cool with yeah, everything. Of course they are, man. Then, I wish I discovered Air Max nineties earlier, but I got my infrared. Yeah. infrared. Hey, there you the go. Oh, geez. The OG. Honestly, if you don't, if you're not an Air Max guy, I think that has to be in your like rotation. At least one pair. At least I got, I got four. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, your brother and um your brother's a big like sneaker guy too, right? Cui BJ. Yeah, he's, he's calm he's calmed down, so but yeah, he is too. Yeah. Cause I I know back in the then I know he was an Air Max guy and then um when the when the when the uh, wife cement force came out, I know he geeked out on those because I think that was, that right. was his first pair when he was a kid. Oh, the 2016 mm -hmm. ones. Yeah. So when you guys were, um, I guess, were growing up, like, do you guys like, um, like, would would you see like Jordan? Like, I'm sure you guys saw Jordan like on TV wearing them. So you guys had like a, you guys were familiar like Jordan, you know, like the different Jordans. Like when you guys were growing up, like. Yeah, that... I mean, my brother told me, I guess. I guess when I was when I was first well, I guess when I was born because my um I think my dad hooked me up with the Jordan ones when I was Damn. a baby. But I, I aged with the Jordans because I was born in eighty five. Eighty five, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every every year. I mean that's when <laughs> yeah. DJ comes out. Um I think yeah, my first pair were like the ones when I was a little baby, so little that's... infant ones. <laughs> infant ones. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. That's tight. So out of out of those five that you that you showed us, Paul, which one do you wear the most? Probably my bread ones. Bread ones. Yeah, they're just they they look the best in jeans, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, like, like the eleven, the eleven will always be my favorite, but in terms of like wear like wearability, it gotta be the ones. They're just yeah. they're more comfortable. Yeah. Now, may I ask, would you ball in one of those uh, 11s? <laughs> hell, hell no. Uh, <laughs> no? If yeah. you can ball in the 14s, I know yeah. you can ball in the yeah. uh, 11s. Uh, it's know, just too man. tough, man. It's tough, right? I feel kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus the technology. Yeah, I, I don't know how they did it back then. How, how Mike yeah. did it back then, man. It's crazy. 
Marcus Aldridge still plays in them, but yeah, he, he plays in all the Jays, man. I know. I mean, some Jays I can't even ball in them. I think I can only ball in the seventeens and the thirteens. So and the sixteens too, right? The sixteens, the Greek freaking twos, man. Yeah, I'm surprised they feel good. They feel good. Yeah, that's how I'm playing it now. Yeah, I like those a lot. So what's your what's your hoop and shoe right now? Is the 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 free twos? The Greek, yeah, free twos, man. The freaks. Yeah, those are. Tight. Yeah, I was surprised, man. They they got pretty good traction there. Yeah. They got good support. So. They so kind of remind me of the Kobe's a little bit. As I, I was nervous about wearing like low, like low tops, man, but those are fun. So. Yeah. So I, I also remember too, um, man. I guess for some reason, like every time I like we think about like balling back in the day, I still remember people's sneakers. So I know you you <laughs> like wearing the um the shock stunners, right? The all black ones. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. that, that was your go-to. No, the Spurs so you, joint. The Spurs. The black and silver. So like, tell tell me tell me how the performance uh, sneaker for that for you. I wore those in Baltimore, the Baltimore Sports Fest. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they were they, they were good, man. I, I don't think I don't know if the shocks technology worked back or worked work or not, but that was a big that was right. a big thing back then, man. Yeah, it was, but had the boing. Yeah. <laughs> Our yeah. RJ was hooping in those too, but in the <laughs> Filipino league too. Yeah. Creed had Creed had the Carolina Blue Vince Carter's man. So. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah, those are the those are the two sneakers I, I I can point out. Paul would like with Paul like hooping the shock stunners. <laughs> got all about the, those the feet, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know you're just looking at the feet before you start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh my my time like seeing Paul. You know, playing against and or with him, it was like Under Armour. He, he went to the Ar- Ar- Under Armour stage. You know? Oh man, he was yeah, UA. So. Yeah, he's part he of Maryland UA. too. Yeah. No, they're, they're comfortable, man. <laughs> yeah, they're good for wide feet, like wide yeah. footers, man. I like yeah. them, man. Yeah. I, I use I use them for outdoor now. <laughs> yeah, you got to. <laughs> yeah, they're durable. Like, yeah. They're durable shoes. So that's dope. So, yeah. like, let me ask you another question, Paul. Um, is your is your wife into sneakers? Like, the she she knows like. You know the stuff like Jordans, and she's, I'm sure she has you know, an idea. She ain't she she's not really materialistic, but I mean she she likes she likes Nikes, she likes Adidas now. But um, yeah, if there's like a, a pair that she really likes, then we usually get like his and hers. So she got she got her own like Air Max nineties, and she got her own like Jordan Elevens. So. Yeah. Oh, so there's a there's a pair that she's into, then, and if they make it in. Like kid sizes that I'll copper repair too. What's her What's her favorite pair that you bought for her? Probably the um seventy two ten. Yeah, For some reason, yeah. they look they look nice on girls. Yeah, she's still rocking them. So yeah. The yeah, the 11s always look good in like, small feet anyway. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it just so. looks different when we were. Because we're... <laughs> yeah. That's weird, man. Yeah. All right, so next question for me. I know you're, you know, you're saving up for a new house, and this this question might not, you know, I don't know if it, if you're still looking for any sneakers. Um, Like, which one are they that you want to, like, probably add to your collection or something that you probably missed out on? You know, is there any other sneakers that you're looking for? So I'm definitely waiting till uh, waiting for December because the uh, cool grades are coming out. 11, yeah. Uh, yeah so those that's that's on my list. Man, if they ever come out the 17 Wizards and the black and silver joints, then 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you hooped in those too, didn't you? At, at, the, at, the black, at the board of black and silver. And he brought, and bro, like, he, brought, he brought a suitcase too. He brought his playbook in there. <laughs> oh, I think it's your clipboard. I saw I the, some I got, paper, I got man. Suitcase, my suitcase is around here somewhere. Yeah. I thought, like, you got the little Paul, CD. CD in there. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah when run. Paul like wears something, he wears it with whatever yeah. comes with it. This guy wore the um the shrouds with him too. You know how hard yeah, it, you know how hard it was to put the shrouds on. I couldn't even no. put those on. <laughs> how did you how did you do that, Paul? I don't know. I think it was worth with that with the sixteens, man. Those things are hard to put on. <laughs> yeah, those seventeens. It was like little clip thingies. I was like, man, I can't yeah. do that. That's wild. So, hey, that's cool, yeah, man. Definitely, man. Like, you know, for me, the same thing, you know, like the 17s are always my favorites. So I'm also looking for that, you know, I want cool grays. Definitely, super, I want yeah. to bring back the super freaks, man. Oh, oh yeah, Randy, Randy Moss. Moss, yeah, yeah, dude, man. Someone, someone stole mine out of my locker. See, high school, that's Dang. tough. Wow. Dang, Dang, I want those. Brother got me those. <laughs> I want the, I want the trifecta. You gotta bring those back, yeah. Even the Mossify, even like the Mossifies, as much as like people ain't like, yeah. I like the Mossifies. Those so. are tight though. Yeah. The, the yeah. um, the the Viking colorway and the all black ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, those are tight, man. So. All right. Next, it, I mean, uh, that's cool. It's cool. All right. So next question for you, Paul. So we're we're gonna switch from sneakers to sports. So I know you know you're a diehard San Antonio Spurs fan. So. What made you a, a Spurs fan, and how did that come about? You know, the NBA is like a player-driven league. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up a Jordan fan as a kid, even a Charlotte Hornets fan, because my my uh, back when uh, when Zell was playing for Georgetown, uh, my late brother Queen Ryan, he uh, we actually saw him when we were at um, Uptown Movie Theater in uh, off Connecticut Avenue. And he's like, yo, that's Alonzo Morning. I'm like, I was like, what, maybe six or seven. I'm like, who's Alonzo? Then <laughs> since that moment, I was like, I was like following him. Uh -huh. when he went, when he got drafted to Charlotte. And um, that's why I wore 33 because of him. Um, so yeah, I was like a part-time Hornets fan until he went to the Heat, and I don't really care for him anymore. Um, but yeah, but Mike was my guy. But when he retired, it was like, who am I gonna follow? So I tried morning with Kobe and the Lakers, but it just felt wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I cheered for them. I cheered, I cheered for them for the first ring, and after that, I got sick of them. And I'm like, I, I need a new team. And the Spurs were compete, were contending with them. And I always respected Tim Duncan because he was humble and he's just a beast. And then all of a sudden, they drafted Tony, and Manu finally decided to come up. And they had the big three. And even my my, my Karan is like, yo, you gotta follow this dude, Tony Parker. He's fast. He's young. I was like, so I was watching them, and I'm like, yeah, they have both Spurs, yeah. and they were like being the Lakers, and <clears throat> ever since then, I was like, yeah, the Spurs is my team, and the 2000s, they were wearing all the chips, 03, 05, 07, um, but yeah, that was, it was kind of weird, like, when the big three ended, because um, I'm like, man, am I still going to like this team when when Tim retires, and he drafted Kawhi, got that ring in 14, and he ended up leaving. But um, I stuck with my team, and yeah, that's how I knew it was a true Spurs fan since then. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they they got a they got a nice team. I remember um when they had the worst record, I think, and then they got Duncan right the following year. 
And then they made it was right. like that that lockout year in '99 where they beat the eight seeded uh, New York Knicks. That was yeah. the first time I, I I knew Duncan was good like from Wake Forest. And then when you put him next to like David Robinson. Yeah, that's where he's going. Twin Towers? Twin Towers? Yeah. And then, like, of course, like, you know, us, like, being, like, you know, sports fanatic and sneaker, you know, fanatics, you see Duncan wearing the phone posit Max, the silver ones, the white ones, the white pearl phone posit on the NBA All-Star game. Flight posits. Yeah, he has own. Yeah, it was, like, crazy. And then, you know, because Duncan, you know, big fundamental, like, he's always quiet, but... He, right. his, he he always let his you know his game do the talking for him. So like hey, yeah, like props to him, man. Like I think like I said, top. I think he's he's, he's definitely like top five, like big man. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely up there. Yeah, he's up there. Him and KG at least. Yeah. Well, what let me think? ask you this, Paul. Um, nope. so you know we play ball and you wear thirty three. Is that is that why? Um, you wear thirty three because of Alonzo, or yeah, is he just? No. Yeah, okay. But so so funny story is um I was DJing maybe three, four years ago and um in DC. And, um I got there early and then I'm like, let me get something to eat. So I started walking around northwest and um I see this big black dude, he's like eating outside of sweet greens. And I'm like, bald <laughs> guy, I'm like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> so I look at him and I'm like, I'll pass him by and then I'm like, Should I say something? I don't really want to bother him because he's eating. I'm like, yo, that's my childhood hero. So I turned around, went up to him, said, um, I said, excuse me. I said, are you, are you Lonzo Morning? He's like, yeah. I said, um, can I, can, I just like to shake your hand. He's like, I'm eating. And like my whole, all my dreams got crushed in that Damn. moment. <laughs> Damn, man. I was like, all right, that's cool, man. But yeah, so. That's cool, man. Damn. Yeah, I was always wondering. But... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm about to change my number. <laughs> <laughs> right. Damn. I mean, what you did this year, right? You went with six now. <laughs> you just told yeah, me. I didn't like you anyway. You're the reason I wore 33. <laughs> yeah. They just gave me that jersey. Yeah, I was just always curious because, you know, you stuck with 33 for, like, the longest time. Like, you know, everybody else would, like, switch numbers, but you stuck with 33 for, like, a long-ass time. So that's why. Yeah. That makes cool. sense now. I was like, who's 33 in the Spurs? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's not George Gervin or <laughs> I thought it was like I thought it was like Pippin or Larry Bird or you know Patrick Ewing or Antonio Daniels wore it and then Boris Dia wore it. Oh yeah, Dia, I remember Dia. Yeah, because like for the long now now I think about it, like why why does Paul wear thirty three and he's he's first man? Like it can't dunk is not thirty three, obviously. So that makes sense. That makes That's sense. That's good man. to know. So another question about the Spurs for me, my personal question to you is uh, who's yeah, your yeah. all-time favorite Spurs player? You pick one. <laughs> it's Timmy. Tim? All right. I, like, I, I love all of them, but it's, it's Timmy, man. So, yeah. why, why, so why is it Timmy? Is it because his game, the way he plays, is just, game, just so dominant? He plays, yeah. He's dominant and he just Without him, like, there's no championships. That's true. We need money. We need Tony. We need Tony, but Tim was the man. Yeah. He's top 10 of all time. So, yeah. it's Timmy. Tim Duncan's cool. underrated, man. I mean, he doesn't get he doesn't get recognized, like, the record. I mean, I know he's in the Hall of Fame, but he doesn't yeah. get the recognition that he deserves, like, other players. Like, 
Patrick Ewing and David Robinson. Right. Like he's up there. Like I think there was a point in time, like you know, he was slightly better than Shaq. You know, during the later years too. No, yeah. yeah. If you put like, him, two, if you, three. Yeah, yeah. Don't you know? Don't compare them game by game. Compare them season by season, and then look at right. their stats. I mean, minus the wins. Yeah. They're stacked. I mean, uh, I think Duncan slightly edged them, you know, by by a slight, you know, a slight little bit. So yeah. Yeah, my opinion, yeah, he's definitely top five. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. all right. So the next one, man. So aside from all like the championships that you saw the Spurs win, I mean, obviously those are like good moments, but can you name like one, you know, moment in your in your personal opinion, what was your favorite moment out of like Spurs history as far as you being a fan of them? So it wasn't necessarily on TV. It was when well, I went to um, Wizards game maybe what was that, four years ago already. Yeah. And my home my homeboy's a ball boy for uh for the Wizards, um, and he got me like backstage passes after the game, so I was able to meet Coach Pop and all the players after the game. So that was probably definitely the highlight of my like oh, man, first man. fans uh, first fan um history. So yeah. you have a picture with Manu too, right? I met Manu like twice. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I always got my, my seats next to the tunnel right behind their bench because I know where they come out. Yeah. So I time it. I met like Matt Bonner and <laughs> Matt Boner. Yeah. I got I got I got I got Aldridge's um, autograph. Yeah. Damn, that's like I got, I got I got I got Becky Hammond's autograph. About to be the next she's first coming coach. Up. She's coming up. She's, gonna yeah. be, she's, take, she's taking over for Pop. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Is there a chance of you going to like San Antonio and actually going to watch a game over there one day, like after, you know, oh, like everything? Oh yeah. So I mean, we actually, my actually went there and when Lori and I first started dating, it was like 2017. Okay. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty quite tight. Um, going to AT and T Center. Oh, okay. So definitely, yeah. I definitely want to go back to San Antonio. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's different when. Actually, they're surrounded by the Spurs fans. Even when I actually go to some some of the Wizards games, it's mostly Spurs fans. Except like yeah, it's like always the away team. It's always the away team that takes over. It's always a home team, man. But um, yeah, I definitely want to go back though. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's real cool, man. So like, yeah, we'll we'll, we're gonna keep going to sports. Um, so we're switching from basketball and. I know you repping it, you know. I see it with you got the hat, you got the, you got the jersey. So I know you're diehard, you know. Your your family diehard, you know. Washington Redskins, now known as the Washington Football Team. So what's your outlook mm-hmm. on on the under season under um, the team this season? So I got them now. It's a 17 game season. Um, I got them going 11, six, 10, and seven. I would definitely win in the division over Dallas. Uh, I, I got mm. the Giants. I think Giants going to surprise some people this year. Philly's definitely going to finish last. Sorry, Rail, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I don't blame you, man. It's cool. It's hey, man, cool. they got Jalen Hurts on the full season. I man. agree, man. I agree. They, they may, they may, they may sneak up, uh, sneak up on some people too. So I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you in two, it's, two and a half weird. years. Without division, like whoever finishes last, they end up finishing first. So you don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, Anyways, man. Um, after that, I think we'll go maybe most likely ten and seven because our 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 schedule this year is crazy, man. Yeah, I like, think I think it'll be between Washington and Dallas for that uh 
for that NFC East, you know, title. It might be even two teams. It might be Dallas and Washington. Yeah. No, their 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 um their their December um schedule is all NFC East. Yeah, it's always like that, you know. I don't, I don't know who decided that. That's like the dumbest thing, but <laughs> yeah, I hate. I always you hated at least that. Spread it out in like September. You know what I mean? I mean, like it's five like, straight. I was like, bro, we're playing the fucking Cowboys again. Like almost you, every fucking. You already know they're gonna get at least like one Sunday night football, like one prime time, because yeah. the Cowboys are are on TV. It's dumb. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, but I, I think Washington, Washington and Dallas is between you know between them both teams that is gonna win the division, you know, you know me like the Giants and the Eagles. I don't know who knows what they're gonna do, but we'll see. <laughs> so. I mean, if, Saqu- if Saquon is fully healthy, then they're gonna make some noise. But it always depends on. It depends on Danny Dimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So. But so, so Cowboys, let me let me ask you this about yeah. the um. The, the quarterback with the with the Washington football team. So, you know, we we had a we had Alex Smith. I mean, yeah, props to him. He overcame adversity, but he is who he is. He he's a he's a um, you know he's not that good game of a management. quarterback. Yeah, game manager. <laughs> love loves to throw it. You know, through the through the running back. Doesn't want to take chances. So now that we got you know uh, Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick. How does that does that change your like your outlook? Like, I mean, I know you got him like ten and seven, or eleven and six. Does that do you think he's gonna play a full season? Because he's always known for not playing. You know, never had a full season. Basically, you always get pulled for some reason. I mean, if he doesn't lose this game, I think our, our defense is definitely gonna keep us in it. We're gonna have a top five defense easily, um, where nobody gets hurt. As long as he like puts up at least twenty four a game, because we weren't even doing that last year with our shitty quarterbacks we had. But um, yeah, if he can, I got him. If he's playing the full year. He's definitely throwing at least four thousand yards, maybe around close to thirty touchdowns. Damn. Um, but you don't think with, that... the, with, with the weapons we got, um, I, I think he, Terry McLaurin's gonna have a lot of targets more than he had before. You got um Deami Brown, rookie from North Carolina. He's a good deep threat. He, he should be like our D-Jack. We got Curtis Samuel doing our gadget plays and stuff like that. We got Logan Thomas. Uh, we got a lot of weapons, man. He's just got to – he's definitely going to spread the ball around and take shots. I was going to say, do you think that at some point Taylor Heineken is going to come in there and, you know <laughs> – because, you know, it, 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 it's bound to happen. You it know. will happen. It is I mean, if, happen. If, he, if he blows up in preseason, those three preseason games that we're playing, and if it fits, if it's tragic, then yeah, he he probably gets in. But um, I, I trust Ron to make the right decision. Yeah, man, he already anointed like Fitzpatrick already as Q, QB one, but you know, I mean, you, 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 pay, you pay you pay that dude ten million, he's he's gonna start, man. Gonna yeah, but you know, sometimes start, so. like it doesn't work out that way, especially in training yeah. camp in preseason. Like, look what happened to um, Russell Wilson, right? Who did they? Yeah. They had Matt Flynn. Remember Matt Flynn signed right. a big contract? Right. I think that was like the RG3 year in 2012. Yeah. He basically yeah. He beat out Matt Flynn. They paid him like lots of money, caught him. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I mean, this is it's still early, right? They still got to play preseason. They still got a full training camp. But 
you know, you see, you only we only saw what two games of uh, Taylor Heineke. We saw him in the relief against the Panthers, and then um, almost beat the Bucks. Almost beat the Bucks. Yeah, man. But um, it was like a eight point game, man. Eight point game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I think it's it's um, I think at some point, in my opinion, like he'll he'll probably take over. And I like I like Heineke, man. Yep. He's 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 fun to watch, but um. I mean, if you think about it, you guys have three starting caliber quarterbacks. Kyle Allen started for the Panthers with Ron. Bro, he about to be in the practice squad, man. Nah. They're not going to carry three. <laughs> What's the taste? Stephen Montez is going to be our, our Taysom Hill, man. Oh, yeah. Shit. He's about to. He about... <laughs> He's a local dude, right? He's local. He's like, uh, he went to like Virginia or something like that. I don't know. Somebody, somebody was local. I forgot. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know where Montez went to school, but yeah, Gibson's gonna have a good year too. Gibson, yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, you know, you guys got Lamar I mean, Middle too. He's a bum. <laughs> Wait, this is this ain't Lamar Miller from like ten years ago, five years ago. And uh, was it was oh, that dude named uh, was it Antonio uh, Gandy Golden or something like that? He's gonna be a sleeper oh, too. He's garbage too. Damn. <laughs> he's, he's, he's more known for his uh, Rupert's Cube. Yeah, man. He, he's, he's, he's just smart. He's smart in person. But he's a, he's a magic. He does magic, too. So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. like, what? So, um, you like the defense, right, Paul? So, like, you said top five. So, like, um, no, I aside... mean, getting, getting, getting Damon Davis is big. Now we got mm-hmm. a sideline side to sideline linebacker with speed, size. Um, Getting um, what's his face? William Jackson. William Jackson. Yeah, William Jackson. That was in our shutdown corner. That's big. I think Landon Collins gonna. He, I mean, I think he still got he still got some something left in the tank. But I think oh. Cam Crow's gonna make some noise in the second year. We got a lot of potential, man. We just gotta everyone gotta stay healthy. There's a lot That's of speed now. Yeah. Let's get Ida back. So, yeah. But it all. Big thing is COVID, man. These fools don't want to get their shot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like the, the, the team. Rate. Bro, yeah. they're, they're like the like the the lowest. You're gonna cost the team. team, man. Yeah, you know these 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 dudes are gonna party too, regardless. Yep. You know, I mean, look at Lamar. Dude got COVID twice already, man. That's wild. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it, was, it was those routes he's running with those kids in, on the basketball court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, freaking, you know, Montez Sweat don't even want to get the vaccine, man. And you, uh, know, yeah. you, you know what's going to happen he, if he doesn't he said, play. He said he's not going to get it until he gets it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's not how vaccines work. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're, you're a coach, just survive cancer, bro. You should be thinking about your coach, Dog, too. He's, he, yeah, he's compromised with his immune system, man. Yeah, Ron, Ron that, and then, you know, I think it's right that Roger Goodell, get, you know, told him, hey, like, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to lose, you know, game checks. You're going to, you're going to. You know, it's a private business, man. They can they can say yep. whatever they they can make their own rules, man. Yep. They gotta follow. Yep. That's why like you see you see one like um DeAndre Hopkins, you're like, well, I've never heard something like that before. Well, it's, they're paying you all this money to right. basically they own you. Hey, say this, hate yeah. to say it. They own you, they own your rights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whether you whether you like it or not, because they, they can just take ass. they can take away your salary, man. Definitely. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm for it, man. Cause so what do you so, think of the team name, man? Like for for both of you, what 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 do you guys think? What's gonna happen with the team name? 
Come what's on, your Paul. guess? Oh, I want to hear Paul. So, uh, what's his name? Wright is uh, the team president. Yeah, Jason um, Wright. Yeah, he's, he's saying uh, they're going to announce it definitely before the 2022 draft. Okay. So, I'm guessing it's going to be Wolves or Red Wolves or Red Seals. But he, he, did, he did say that he's not going to base it off HTTR. So, who knows? Oh. Wow. Personally, I, I like I like I like Warhawks. Yeah. That that's that's military. You can use fighter planes, and it sounds militaristic. So that's what I like. But and I mean, whatever the name is, as long as they win, in, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> keep the colors too. Keep the colors. I thought. Man. I, I don't matter if Packers first. If Packers just came out for the first time, you're like, what the hell is a Packer, man? Like, you'd be making fun of that shit, but. They won championships, and now it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the name doesn't matter unless the team's winning. So yeah, you get used to it. You know, I, I saw, I saw like a hat that they just, they just came out. It says like the team. I'm like, oh man, I don't, I don't like this name uh-huh. anymore. John is they're butchering like all the this team. merchandise. That's crazy. I, I mean, I got this joint. It's just. This is Washington. I'm like, that's cool. It looks like a wrestling jersey to me. So, yeah, but you know, you're still gonna wear it. You're still gonna wear your yeah. Redskins stuff. I mean, those those be Redskins to me, man. But of course, to me, yeah. honestly, like the people that got offended are like, I don't know, they're like the like the sticklers, because you know, everybody, especially when the game starts, you know, you're not gonna kick out. You're not gonna like tell people to not you know, to take off their their Redskins stuff. You know, I, I think that's a little too personal. I there, mean, you know, it, it's a part of history, but right, you, you don't have to be. I think that I think people are people are gonna wear whatever they want to wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like I said, you know, I'm oh, wearing a Redskins hat. Paul's wearing a Redskins hat. You know, there's nothing, nothing of. I mean, yeah, maybe it's offensive to people, but I don't know. I mean, us as us, us as us as fans, we never saw the name as racist. We were. Just take pride in it. I mean, to me, the name, the the derogatory meanings lost its meaning over the years. Right. When people when people say Redskins, they think first thing they think of is the football team. Yeah. Not not a derogatory term towards Native Americans. So. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just lost its meaning. So. Look at the Cleveland Indians. They to turn to freaking Guardians now, man. <laughs> they made a they made a freaking movie. Remember Major League? They made a freaking movie out yeah. of the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, no, so you gonna tell me you gonna pull that out? You are gonna censor yeah. that? That's it's stupid. Man. I mean, there was a marbles, man. Yeah, there was a Canadian football team, the Edmonton. Uh, they were called the Eskimos, and then they were called also yeah. like the following. They were called the the football team, but then now they're called the Elks. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, that's wild, so man. Dumb, man. I was like, with all these names, it's crazy. So I don't know, man. To me, I don't, I don't, I want, I don't want, like, I don't want to get a, I don't like Red Wolves. That, I mean, it's like a, oh, it just sounds oh. dumb. Yeah, Red Tails is cool. Red Tails is cool. You know, Warhawks is cool, like Paul was saying. I like the Warriors. Warriors is cool. Too. They, they already said they're not going with that. I mean, I, I would have been down with that, but they already said they ain't going with that. So. Damn. I'm cool, hogs. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with hogs. I'm cool with hogs. I don't care. <laughs> hogs is cool too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Paul. Um, so we're we're getting towards the end of the the podcast. So we really appreciate your time. So yeah, um, switching from sports back to your um your side your side hobby, which is you know your passion of DJing. So what 
what made you get into DJing and what's the best part of that? I guess it started like 03 and I started like, oh, that's my dog. You hear him? Um, <laughs> I started burning CDs. <laughs> I remember Napster, Napster days and Lamar yeah. days. Kazaa. Kazaa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I started making a whole lot of mixed CDs. Um, I was really organized with it too, man. Like R&B, hip hop, alternatives, etc. Um, and my queer James Long started 06 when my queer James Longett got married. Um, he asked me to play music at his wedding. Well, of course, back then I didn't have any equipment, but I was playing music. That was about my first taste of playing music at a wedding. Then, um, like 07, the IDJ came out. So it was basically a it was like a turntable-ish MIDI player, but you needed two iPods to use it. Um, mixing was horrible because there's no pitch control. Yeah. Um, but that was my first DJ tool, man. And then um, my first job out of college, I was working at MetLife. And my coworker, um, he told me he had some buddies who had a small DJ company in Gibbsburg. So he linked me up with them. And that's when my, that's my first became a professional DJ. Uh, mobile DJ, October 2008. And um, over the years, I started meeting more people and uh, company I'm still working for to this day. I met them when I was working at LA Boxing. Um, they, they were DJing our, our fight night. And I talked to them like, yo, um, you know, I want like to work with y'all. I DJ myself and I've been working with them since then. And over the years, I started working with different companies in the D.C., Baltimore area, and of course, I got my own, my own stuff on my uh, I do my own. So. Yeah, man. It's, it's my DJ life. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, like, how often, before pre-COVID, right, how often were you getting hit for gigs and, like, I guess, what birthday parties or events? So, I mostly do, majority of my parties are, like, bar misses, bot misses. It's like the, the huge, huge, huge Jewish population in Baltimore, yeah. D.C. That's the yeah. big money right and there. Always, yeah, the Jewish people got money. They're always having parties. So, um, so bar mitzvah season is usually like fall and spring. So I usually yeah, do that like two or three Saturdays of the month. And December is usually like holiday party month. And January, February kind of like whatever kind of parties mm. um wedding months are like april may august september october so i can pretty much plan out right, when right. the season of what type of parties are going to happen like this month july august are like pool parties house parties especially now after we're after covid man he was like, I just want to party. And <laughs> yeah, been, yeah, I've, I've, I've done like three parties in, in one weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So yeah. it's, been, it's been good, man. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good for you, man. That's tight. Yeah. So like, what's the difference? I mean, I, no, I'm sure there's a big difference, right? So like when you DJ a wedding, right? I'm sure you have like a priest. They give you like a list, you know, they, they want certain cues to happen versus like a bar mitzvah or a birthday party. So um how much work do you have to put in when you do something like a big event, like a wedding versus like, you know, kid's birthday party or bar mitzvah? Like how much? So you, you, so you think that I do more work at a wedding, but actually the least amount of work. Mm -hmm. I get paid the most at weddings because it's a wedding. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but the party the the work the the parties that I do the most work in are like house parties, which you think would be more chill. Yeah. But I'm like playing music the entire time, so um, yeah, like like weddings are pretty actually pretty easy because you got the cocktail music, which you're just playing whatever background stuff, and I'll make some announcements during the grand entrance and make some announcements throughout the wedding. But then you're playing dinner music, and then in the last like hour and a half, if you're lucky, um, things don't like go long, and you have like an hour of dancing. Um, but yeah, so really, you actually be DJing for like an hour, and then you're done. So it goes out pretty quick because most weddings are like four hours long. Damn. Is it is it difficult? Because I know when you have like a set playlist, right? So I guess you just gauge what the, like the theme is like in the wedding. Is it difficult when like, and I'm sure you get this a lot, like when, you know, like someone will just hey like come to your your uh, your booth and hey can you play this song? Can you play that song? So like, is it difficult for you to like implement something? Right, you know, right then and there, like you know, so that way it doesn't interrupt like your flow of uh, of like music. Sometimes, I mean, I already know what they want to hear so when they come up to me. They usually ask me for something that's like hot at the time, mm-hmm. that's like Cardi B or whatever. Yeah, uh, Dua Lipa, something like that. Like I'm pretty sure, like those TikTok songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already know what they want to hear, and if it doesn't fit my set at that time, I'm I won't play it because it's gonna ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Won't go with the beat, the beat, uh, beat for minutes and stuff like that. But I'll play it at some point. Um, but if it's like really corny, I'm not gonna play it. So. <laughs> yeah. Really? Right. Even though they asked you to, to like, you know, play it. Well, one just... dude, I remember like this guy, this old white dude came up to me and he's like, You have your Barbara Streisand? And he sent me like a $50 bill. What? And I, right then and there, I started downloading all the Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Like Barbara Streisand all night long. Damn. Yeah. My man was in the mood. So how do you prepare party. yourself when it comes to like, you know, like the type of parties? Like, is there like a long preparation as far as like music wise? Like what you got to play? Or you just look at the party and you're just like, all right, I'm going to play this. I'm gonna play. Or do you do it on the go? That's pretty much. Yeah. Like, do you I'm see the, the, I, the crowd's like dead or something? Like, I need to like, you know, like make it live a little bit more. Yes, I mean in terms of the music, I I, I stay pretty up to up to date. Um, I get all the the monthly promos that come out, so I have all the new hip hop, R and B, top forty songs ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm constantly listening to like top forty stations on like Apple Music, um, YouTube Music, just to make sure I'm always up to date. Right, um, right. But what's funny is like I go at these parties and I think like I'm good. I got the baby and all this little baby, all these songs. They're like, yeah, I'm ready to go with all these kids. But yeah. all these kids nowadays, they listen to TikTok, yeah. Spotify, um, what do you call it? Um, Sound SoundCloud. Um, yeah. So like, they had they listen to all these one hit songs that I never heard of. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. who the hell are these kids? Like, you right. play so and so. I'm like, who the hell is that? Then I look at my MC. I'm like, you know this? He's like, no. So it's really tough with these kids because they always ask for these like songs that they all know about because it goes viral yeah. pretty fast for these kids. So, I mean, sometimes I got to download it on the spot, but I got to make sure it's clean. Damn. Sometimes it's not. Damn. But that, that, that's the challenging part when you do like kids parties. And, like, mostly high school parties are like the worst because I, I can't stand high school kids now, man. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just different nowadays, man. Yeah. Yeah. Newer generation. Yeah. That's they don't dance with the girls anymore. 
they don't. They don't. That's weird. Dudes. <laughs> hey, man, look at this. And then they're all recording and shit. Like, so. like the house parties we used to go to, dancing on the wall against the wall. Like, yeah. That <laughs> oh, man. They don't, they don't know about that, Paul, man. You, you no, know what no, I'm be all in the dark. You'd be all in the dark and shit. In the bro. dark. Yeah. In the dark. And somebody brings out that light, that little light that, that be spinning. Shit, wow. No yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's good times though, right there. Damn, good times. Well, Paul, thank thanks so much for uh for coming on. Um yes, so wh- where where can they find you on, on your social media in case you know I'm sure they want to hit you up as a DJ? Yeah, because you know, you, you got your you wanna <laughs> You know, all, all it takes is a fifty dollar bill for Paul to change his playlist. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Barbara and only man. There you go. Yeah. Let me, let me all get night. that. Celine Dion. What that all they, night. What can fifty dollars um, do for Celine Dion? <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on IG at DJ underscore P Mike D. Twitter same handle. Um, my personal training site is at Team Elevate Fitness. So I got that going on. But yeah, and then my, my website DJ uh, dot com. Cool, man. Hey, that's dope, yeah, man. man. So, thanks for coming on, Paul. Um, hey, man, it's it's been good catching up with you. Yes, so, sir. Sure, man. Yeah, man. So, hopefully, everything good goes job. well. Yeah, keep keep up the good work, bro. Appreciate y'all. All right, guys. All right, bro. Cool.